Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We're broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. We're fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee, who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning. And that's... uh, pretty much almost 400 episodes worth. So (laughs) thank you, Folgers. We appreciate you so very, very much. Also, big thank you to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, a.k.a. Justin Snicker, for the contribution of his music, his voice, of course, for this beautiful intro that you just heard. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween, horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found on all of your favorite music platforms. Also, big thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind the banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Also specializes in the horror genre, but does phenomenal commission pieces, including pets, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, tonight we welcome the return of Dr. Daryl Walsh, who's going to be discussing Victorian Christmas traditions, ghost stories, especially this is a really big thing in Victorian times, and tis the season. So I think we're going to step back in time a little bit, and uh, Daryl's just going to wow us all with um, some of his knowledge and information. So very, very exciting. So, Bubbles, how's it going? <laughs> Hi. Oh, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I just have one thing to say. If you don't need to be out, don't be. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, if you don't I need know. to be driving, don't be driving. If you want to save I your know. life, don't be out there. In I the know. Next few days. Don't do it. <laughs> no, don't do it. That's all I'm saying. I've, I've nearly died quite a few times in the last two days. Hi, Janie. And it, it's just... It's eye-opening and a reminder of why I'm never out at this time right. <laughs> of the year. I'm usually, People you know, just, hermit. Aren't you supposed to just be like, kind of like Merry jolly and like happy like at this time of year? No, they're grumpy. And, and, you know, if you're hosting right now, like if you're hosting Christmas from now until that day, you're running like a chicken without a head. Um, but remember that other people be kind to them. You might be the only person they're speaking to between now I'm and then. seeing some dang hostilities out there. Yeah. It's every freaking man for himself. People are fighting over parking spots. People are fighting over carts. People are just fighting. People aren't paying attention at all. They've got like tunnel vision. And don't get me wrong. There's some amazing people in the spirit. But it just seems to be that there's a lot of people who uh-huh. are... I, I get it. This is not always a good time of year for everybody else or for everybody. No, but the, um, the grumpy the, ones aren't the ones that have a bad time right now. The grumpy ones are the ones that are hosting. 
Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Sorry. No, it's okay. Sean's in the in the the public sector too. There's a lot of dumb questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, customers always write. Always. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I yeah, have one more. I have one more public customer day on Saturday, and then I'm done for this. <laughs> Thank God yeah, I only had boy. two days, but. I, we, I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate that our, our customers, our clients are so kind. Um, you know, John tends to deal with the other side of things because with the big stores, but I get right. to deal with the public, which is different. Right, right. Um, but be kind, please be nice and please. watch where you're driving. Cause <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I almost died in the last 24 hours. Um, I'm, I'm finding a lot of people who are distracted, get off your damn phone. You know, I don't know about the U.S., but I'm going to tell you in Ontario, Canada, you can have your license suspended. It's a $600 fine. They will take your license for days and impound your car. Get off your damn phone. Nothing is that important. And if you hit someone and you kill them, come on. It's get really off your bad phone. Out there. We're, we're, I'm seeing so many accidents right now Yeah, because people are really in a hurry, you know, and it... The highways are very congested. You're sharing it with a lot more people than perhaps. Well, yeah, you're on the highway normally all the time. With, yeah, so, yeah. you know, things are getting a little bit crazy. And um, we always have to be very diligent of the fact that we're not alone on the roads, you know. So, with that and, being said, yeah. <laughs> I'm really hoping Anyway, happy holidays. Yeah. Oh, we just like, uh, you know, full of buttercups and rainbows. <laughs> When I'm out, it's all the time. I'm always, Michelle can tell, I'm always high with, I'm always smiling at everyone. I'm not known to be, I don't have RB, uh, RBF at all. I'm always smiling. I talk to anyone who's in front of me. She can attest to that as well. I like, it's just one time I was in a particular craft store. <laughs> I won't mention the name. And literally I spoke to myself three people times, but to myself. Right. <laughs> Does anybody work here? <laughs> right, right. Just be kind. No, nobody. Just be kind, please. <laughs> right. Be kind. It's a beautiful time of year. The year is ending. We're starting fresh and anew. And the only way we can do that is by raising that vibration. And if you're miserable out there, you're not helping. Be kind. You could be the last person someone sees. Don't let this that be true. their last memory. This is true. My helped a lot of people in accidents, car rollovers over the years. Yeah. It's been, you know, that's, don't do silly. it. The scariest thing is, is hurting someone else when mm -hmm. you're driving. You don't mm -hmm. want to live with that. So please just pay attention and focus. Right. Listen that's to all couples. I'm saying. And with that being said, <laughs> I don't know what is it you are doing time? with this name. <laughs> Hello. Darryl. Hello. Oh, we can't hear you. You're frozen. Come. All right, there you are. I'm trying. Uh, oh, uh, there we are. Yeah. yeah. You can't hear. You're cutting okay. out. Yeah, cutting out big okay. time. Now, if you talk, oh, for God's sake. You guys got uh, a storm out there? See, my. We're not hearing you. Maybe not drop out and come back. In the show. No, you're in the show. I did that. So <laughs> I, had show, use, yeah. I, I had to use I had to use the uh, backup computer. So its audio might be kind of shitty. 
Um, okay. But I will try the other one again. Just um, you well, know, slow Wi-Fi, but we're hearing you now. I think. Okay. He's got to change his name too. He's all right. Too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh my god. Supposed to be an capital A analytical uh, parapsychologist. Oh, there I am. <laughs> well, you got part of the letters. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I know. Are you on Chrome? Uh, God, He's, no. I know, but Streamer has hiccups with a lot of platforms. Yeah, the browser has to be Chrome. Well, it doesn't have to be, but it, it helps. It should it's be. The one with the least amount of hiccups. It was fine. Yeah. It, it was fine Tuesday. I used Steam Tuesday. You, you know, you I, were, I, yeah, I had a radio. Yeah. And, you know, you were on the science and behind. So, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you never. <laughs> oh, I don't That's think our Daryl. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we hear you, but you're kind of you kind of in and out. We can sort of like wing it if you prefer. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. Okay. Well, we've got you here, but it says device not connected. Okay. I'm you're showing not I know. One more. Unmute. Yeah, but I first have to get in. Probably use your cell phone as well. Uh, if it's easier, we don't have to rely on the Wi-Fi. I don't know. There's going to be three streams coming in, but your your other one that just came in is showing not connected to the device. Okay. Maybe it's Mercury yeah. retrograde. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. I was waiting for a different response. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's Daryl. I'm just angry. I'm just saying. Like doing this right. to you. It's like an angry kind of day, isn't it? He's an angry elf. Well, it's been, it's been a week and a half angry. So uh, oh, I'm with you there, brother. Frustration, <laughs> frustration more than anything else. <clears throat> the browser blocked your mic and camera. To join the as studio, edit your browser settings. <laughs> to permit it. Well, we're we're getting we're getting you for the most part. <laughs> yeah. What do I even have on here? Oh, that stupid edge. Well. You're yeah, not it, it right is very now. problematic for the most part, but we can, oh, we can kind of wing it. I mean, we're getting you there a little bit Fox. better now. Yeah, we're getting you now. Okay. Might be a bit of a delay. Now, I wonder <laughs> browser, but there's ways for me to actually do anything. Uh, but that's fine. If you're getting most of it, that's fine. It will work out no problem. So you can proceed. There we go. <laughs> People as, can hear you. That's what matters. As, yeah, as long as we're not speaking when you're speaking, you'll be fine. Yeah, so, well, you know, yeah, the, the name is the best, though. <laughs> People are rocking that one. 
So, well, welcome to the show, frustrated Daryl. We were just talking about all the frustrations that and the angst that Amelia and I were going through. We've got to change that to an analytical parapsychologist. (laughs) It just fits with the day today. I'm just saying. I know. I know. So, so. Oh my God. Well, well, it's December, and that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, last minute shoppers. Shame on all of you. <laughs> Here's the internet. <laughs> like me. In August, like I know. me. Done in October. <laughs> but you know what? This is, I was really excited um, initially when you recommended this topic for a show uh, the last time you were on with Elliot. And because it is a season and I think they mm-hmm. had it together back in the day with the ghost story. So where do you want to start with this? I'm going to let you just take this and we'll keep up. No problem. I promise. Okay. Homo Neanderthalus. In other words, Neanderthals. That's where I want to start with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll bite. Okay, yes. Christmas story? Listen, um, Probably just because of what later people did, um, and people do, were able to find the solstice, which I find amazing, even thousands, thousands of years ago. But um, anyway, uh, with the Neanderthals, they were buried with various um, uh, the, the, the tools and jewelry and um, symbolistic things. You know, uh, things that were seemed to indicate something special to the person. Right. So we do know that, you know, at December 21st, it's really, um, you know, it, it, it's the longest night of the of the year. Now, this is where it splits a little bit, because we, if we go back and we ignore the uh, ancient, uh, ancient, God, I can't make up my own name, my own notes, Romans, I want to say. Yeah. Anyway, what happened was there was a split. Halloween went one way, Christmas traditions and stories went the other. And so, uh, yeah, and so especially England, it really, really caught on. And there's, there's two most reasons. Are, one, the media needed to have something quick, short, exciting that they could put in the, their periodical, just how they acted through Jack the Ripper, um, right. you know, and they just did all that stuff. And um, anyway, the other one, um, the other people um, split, just went to Halloween and no Christmas at all. Um, no, did I get that backwards? Did I get that backwards? Oh. <laughs> Some people believe anyway, that group- the veil is actually the thinnest at Christmas and not a Halloween. Some traditions. Um, I, I have, I've read and seen so much now on christmas um traditions and ghosts and all that and i mean there's at least 25 monsters um very similar to krampus and uh, so yeah i mean but this all happened because it was the longest day of the year but december 25th was the first time you notice the sun is a little higher in the sky and it's just a tiny bit brighter so the romans had saturn Saturn, Saturnia, no. Uh, it, it's Latin. Yeah. Saturn, 
I, uh, I think it's, listen, I apologize ahead to Germans, the Slavics, uh, whoever created that stupid uh, Saturn. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. My phone just like. You mean Saturnalia. Thank you. Saturn, Thank you. The Romans. Yes. Thank yeah, you, Don. I know a thing or two. And the Greeks. <laughs> the same yes. with the Greeks, you know. And the thing is, I mean, most a lot of it was, like I said, Halloween was in with, you know, with um, us, with Christmas time. And so, therefore, I mean, a lot of the things people did in Halloween in ancient times carried on, but and were at that time connected to um, religion, uh, caroling, um, wassailing, uh, the dead taking fire out of your house to go to some location, maybe a graveyard, maybe a symbolic hill, and then um, you take the fire up there, the, the bad spears are supposed to follow you. You pick a big bonfire, and I guess they get so excited about the bonfire, they don't notice as you relight your uh, thing and go back down to uh, to your place of abode. And uh, because, yeah, because Halloween is supposed to be the time that uh, the dead can walk the earth. Now, they can also do it at Christmas time, but, um, yeah, so that that's why they didn't want the spirits or anybody that might be walking around that shouldn't be walking around because vampires are mixed in with this as well. And so, uh, yeah, so that's this got transferred along, um, and it ended up on December 25th. Along comes the Romans. And so Romano-British um, people uh, just kind of um, said, yeah, that sounds good. We'll keep that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, it's Celtic or before. Um, they're certainly before Stone, um, after Stonehenge, the Celts. Um, there's thousands of years between the different peoples in, um, in, in the United Kingdom. So, but, I mean, things are a little bit, you know, change between... Yeah, but I'm just fascinated by the idea as while I was waiting of going, how far back does this go? And if Neanderthals were, you know, spiritual, which it looks like, there, it, you know, that's an interesting question for some people, some uh, anthropologists. That is super fascinating. That is super fascinating to think it goes that far back because we know a lot of the, you know, the pagans and the yeah. Druids and like, we, we know that part of ancient culture, you know, like, like probably, you know, obviously post ice age, but to go before that, like, how would you know, how do they know that the Neanderthals are, were, were like the spiritual people? Um, because of the way they buried their dead for, and the fact that they buried their dead. Um, right. Most, yeah, most groups um, had fire, so may have cremated. Um, that's still alive today in some obscure um cultist kind of thing and mm -hmm. um so what happened anyway yeah and they also found spiritual objects that uh looked like other objects or similar objects uh of a religious nature and then they found um uh, things for the afterlife things that mm -hmm. they would need food um uh, uh, a blade uh you know a shovel uh whatever they you know xbox basic uh, essentials know. Yeah. Basic essentials. And then once they were Real. over there, because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because once they were over there, you see, there's the definition of hell. Hell really doesn't exist, but it's been, <clears throat> it's been a good, um, 
a good way to just like uh, the Christmas monster, it's a good way to keep people in line. <clears throat> but anyway, so this was way before even sat, uh, Satan was even thought about. And so anyway, they buried them with enough stuff for the afterlife. So they believe that when we die, some part of us goes on. And that's around that time began this, the, the um, Hades and all that um, about their, you know, they start with an afterlife with their religions. And, uh, but you see that everybody's naturally drawn um, to Christmas because time, Christmas time, because it's the darkest time of the year. Now, for the Celts, um, Halloween is the end of the year, and November 1st is the beginning. For a lot of other pagan groups, it's December 25th, and always was. And all the church did was just take over the, um, the date and uh, yes. create uh, Jesus Christ. But uh, there's also things that happen on Boxing Day, on Epiphany, which is the 7th of January. Um, yeah, so there's often sacrifices and ceremonies even after. And I should find out what they are because I'm always bored to tears after Christmas. I've had the turkey. I've, <laughs> I've got my gifts. There's well, some now, of the turkey come after it, yeah. <laughs> Right. I need I need a toy. But um, actually, I did. Th oh, um, the Victorians. So we go up to the Victorians. Now, the Victorians. That's a fascinating reason why they got into this business. Yeah. The Victorians were just obsessed with death, and that's why they they were afraid of premature burial, and and all that. And well, a lot of them were buried so alive. Oh, yes, some of them were. They dug up graves, and uh, I just listened to a documentary. Um, yeah. And the person had moved on their side. So, and their their hands were, yeah. you know, scratched. That's, but that's where some of the that's best... That's where the bell comes from. Well, you had the Saved by the yeah. Bell, yeah. the graveyard shift, because yeah. they had to... But does anybody know how they knew people were buried alive? Well, like I said, for somebody... They might have been either the relative alive. Maybe somebody is walking through the graveyard, thought they heard a voice or something. How about and, grave robbers? Uh, this, this wasn't <laughs> possibly that too. That's oh, yeah, what it is. No, because uh, uh, bury them with grave robbers would find scratch marks on the inside of the no. lids. How functional? Definitely. Would be after I that? mean, you know, it's That's so yeah. Crazy. So I mean, there were various ways that you know they could be. Uh, you know, was uh, found and resurrected. And there's many times that they just uh, were in a wake and people were, you know, sitting around before the, the hearse would come. And they just sit up in bed and start talking normal. And they've been in a coma for days, you know. <laughs> so it, it's um, it's fascinating that, that uh, they, you know, that they did that. And But they were, they were also so other fascinated with ghosts and monsters and everything. Oh, and, yeah. um, and table tipping you know, and seances. Yep. One thing people don't usually know is that in October and November in England, Victorian England, uh, that's when they used to get servants. That's when servants used to kind of um, move around uh, to different places and that. And new people would come into these you know, houses they don't have a clue. They, all, they have all kinds of uh, hidden stairwells and back doors and, and hallways. And so they're hearing noises they're in a strange place and they're already geared culturally 
to believe because of the articles that began in the early 1800s, I think in the first 1810 or 1812 or something, 1812. And so they're reading this stuff. Then they go to this house, and if it looks the least bit creepy, well, you know, there you go, you're off. But, um, yeah, and that's when we first really start uh, to notice. It's written, I should say, about Christmas, uh, um, Charles Dickens, of course. He's the one. It might not have been so big, except for Charles Dickens. He yes. created um, the, Christmas the, the Christmas idea. Yes, and then we took it and made it a secular uh, commercial uh, thing. It's no longer religious, so right. it's a secular commercial. So they actually did. They actually it took up took them a hundred years, but they actually managed to do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No. I I think the whole when you look at the stages in between everything, you know, I don't even think people realize that Coca Cola are the ones that invented the modern day. Santa yes. that we all know. Yep. Like, what was that, in the 60s yes. or 70s? Like, that's a Coca-Cola Santa <laughs> Yeah, but we've all come to know and love. Didn't the Germans start with St. Nick, though? I mean, St. Nick Nicholas, in, in the Catholic, the Catholic look, Church, he, yeah. But... He did not look like the jolly guy in the room. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. He was St. Nicholas, that's right. Like, uh -huh. you know, just with the staff. Um, the, yes, St. Saint, um, Nicholas. Saint in Nicholas, Italy, yeah. Saint we Nicholas wasn't a pure saint. Actually, he no. would go. Uh -oh. Go ahead. I'm trying to find. Where's my thing? I want to change the the angle there. <laughs> you have to log out, and when you come uh, back, in, with you. you change the um, angle. <laughs> 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 so anyway, yeah, no. <laughs> he would bring other people with him, like Krampus right. and other monsters. He would, he would bring the people that were good. Right. Cutting out. You just kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> well, pop yeah. up and say, uh, but it won't allow me windows and all that stuff. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let it go. If people variations in the Slavic uh, world, he was not a, uh, St. Nicholas in the Slavic areas. When he started to move into Central Europe, he brought along, you know, um, uh, Krampus, Jesus, uh, you name them, uh, the tap, uh, the tapping, the, I can't pronounce most of them. <laughs> I cannot pronounce well, most of them. Them, but there's they, two they of them in all, Iceland, and all yes, but there were all kinds of them, weren't there? Like, wasn't there like, like the a serial killer butcher in France? Like they called him Father Whipper, something like that. Oh my god! There, no, these are actual people that yeah. that the time of year, like they would put the fear of God into you or little kids. And in fact, Italy, I think had that, um, was known as La, La Bafana. La Bafana. She's not a witch. Right? She's not a witch. I don't know why that's out there in Google. She came to give gifts to the children on the <laughs> epiphany. Yeah. Not Christmas. Now see, they, but they've mixed it all in. That's what I think yeah. Daryl's trying to say is, a lot of stuff sort of got mismatched and amal amal amalgamated. <laughs> yeah, amalgamated. <laughs> amalgamated. You know, 
that that's the whole St. Nicholas thing drives me crazy because they say St. Nicholas and then they refer to the Italians being a huge Catholic community, but the country of Italy calls it Babbo Natale, which is Father Christmas. They don't refer to him as St. Nicholas. Huh. Although other people will talk and say, oh, it's St. Because they just associate him with the church. And I'm like, no, it's Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't even take on Santa till years later. Mm-hmm. Because La Bifana came in the Epiphany. And if you were good, you got fruit and treats. And if you weren't, she would leave you less. But she wasn't a witch. Everybody always wants to call her a witch. She was an old lady that just resembled yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. And it depends on what yeah, region you speak to yeah. and what Google search you do. Yeah. Right, right. Because my mother carried that tradition on with us. The well, epiphany. Yes, exactly. That's also when you take your Christmas stuff down, your decorations. Well, so, evil Charles goblins. Dickens. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Charles Dickens. <laughs> Sorry, we have a delay. Um, That's yeah, that, we're not trying Dick- to cut you Charles off. Charles Dickens real. is the guy. No, I notice it. I notice it. Um, so Charles Dickens, because he published his very famous and, and well-regarded um, novella, being a Christmas Carol, um, he did that on Christmas Eve, and so. And then he did. He started doing other. He actually did other kind of creepy uh, books and that. But, but um, um, most really mostly for you know uh, the little things that they, he did to. Nah, we'll forget him. Anyway, um, yeah. So he did that, and then another author, M R M R. Why can't I remember him? Because I like him so much. Mr. James. Yes, I was Mr. James. Want um, me to put that up? He uh, and him and Dickens are the two that became really um, the most prominent. What's that? No, I have a picture. Whenever you want me to put it up, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So they um, put up a. hear you can't hear you oh my god it's two witches and a dunce (laughs) we can't hear you well this one is your fault (laughs) (laughs) i'm just trying to run up my radio why i keep losing you Hello, 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 Daryl. Hang on. It might be better that he's out and comes back. Sorry, yeah, I cut you off there again with La Bifana because I actually had that conversation today with someone about that, and I'm like, oh my god, it drives me crazy because they talk about her as a witch and just not that she was meant to to put fear into children to behave, but she wasn't. She wasn't that creepy thing and the whole saint nicholas thing is so funny because they just associate him no, with but the he's church. supposed to be the, the 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 kinder counterpart of krampus if you get into all of that stuff yeah like i love the whole victorian thing i love the dark traditions and you know i mean oh yeah they were so widely known for having their interest in the macabre 
You know, they love to attend their seances, picnic and cemeteries, things like that. But mm -hmm. on Christmas Day, what was great about it, it was it, it was sort of linked to what was a pre-Christian solstice festivals. Cause let's face it, like they're pretty much just a few days, like what, like three, four days apart. Yes. So a lot of this stuff would get blended in and it was the solstice, the whole thing. I mean, we've done shows on the solstices and how, you know, you're burning the fires, you're burning away mm -hmm. like all of the, 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 the previous years, yeah. you know, you're, you're just starting fresh again and they would take the, their, the timber back after they've burnt it and, and, and all the ashes and spread it around their their home to keep evil away. Like there's so much about it. And it's been such a wide belief that the veil is actually thinnest this time of year, not actually at Halloween. No, my mother taught me that when we've talked about that yeah. before. My parents used to pack a picnic lunch and go to the cemetery yeah. to visit my grandmother. And I remember this stuff from when I was little, because I didn't go, you know, um, I just remember her packing up and mm -hmm. coffee, like everything, just a small little basket. And they would go together. And my dad, when my mom passed away, would go off and go and, and bring her lunch and he'd eat and of course, bring it back with him. But her birthday, he would bring her cake. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's a different, it's, it's sounds bizarre to a lot of people, but it's just, was tradition and culture for us right it was normal yeah but yeah yeah no it's true it was so um it was just so different like what we know today is considerably different than what we have been taught i mm -hmm. mean the ancient yeah. traditions have been so i i mean i i would say like it's sad that it was it was forgotten that it seemed just to be through a fad because in Victorian times instead of trading gifts you would trade stories they ghost have. stories not just any story but ghost stories so they would get these cards as well so they love the dead tradition of telling ghost stories and this is how they would celebrate Christmas and, and and families would sit and exchange ghost stories as opposed to gifts. And what was really popular is they would get these really bizarre Christmas cards as well. And they were really yeah. more, they were really They're morbid. morbid. You can Google yeah, they them. They were really morbid <laughs> because the idea was to just to shock. <laughs> yeah. Just having a shocking conversation piece. And, and it's just like, all right, you know, but then there were certain things that were sacred, certain things that, you know, they, they just sort of ran with. But I also really, I delved like quite a bit into this and, and we'll bring it up until Daryl can get back here. But let's talk about Santa ghostly sightings. Okay. They mm -hmm. freaking exist. I'm certainly, really? ah, I'm going to well, read that's off hilarious. <laughs> I went in and snagged these from one of the gray zone shows. Somebody's Sorry, watching too much, too much Krampus. <laughs> no, I started to think, what is, is he, are we talking about a tulpa? Because let's face it. Oh, Santa yes, is yes, like, yes. everybody talks about Santa. Yes. So here's a few sightings. Okay. This is a few tales. And everybody puts their children on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get ready for this. So there have been ghost stories of Santa himself going back as early as the 1950s, at least have been documented. So could it be a tulpa? Billions of people around the world believe he's real. 
could all these people oh, hold on we'll have to get back to that we'll have to get back to that because i think daryl made it back not anal daryl but really daryl <laughs> ah cell phone there we go okay can you hear me yeah much better. much better we just lost you we were just sitting there and you're just gone i forgot that i had a microphone Oh. Now I can sound like a somebody in the swing, swinging seventies, uh, you know, singer. You know, <laughs> I'm waiting for the karaoke the to start. The tinsel is helping. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So anyway, I mean, like I said before, um, these guys are the ones that created Christmas, um, of the Christmas tradition, I should say, and right. business created the Santa Claus thing of and giving toys and or giving presents and stuff like that. When I taught this 25 years ago, um, I it, it, I had to put it into one three hour class, and it's it, you have to have almost the traditions in one class and the monsters and stuff in another class. Um, and if you can get if you can do that around Halloween, of course, <laughs> so much the better. I used to do that. Um, have some times have a um, I hate wires. Uh, sometimes they would um, <laughs> Nick Mercury's out to get you, Daryl. <laughs> Okay. Well, where was I going? <laughs> We're just following along best we can. You mean physically or with your story? <laughs> it was <laughs> my story. Where was I? I said I remember. So, oh, the yes. So yeah, I had the. If you can have a course like that around Halloween, you know that's perfect. Right. And so, um, but I never did. I did a thanatology. I taught thanatology, and what else did I teach? It was another one besides writing. Yeah, it's another one with um, and it's supernatural stuff. But anyway, that's so, so long ago. Right. And um, but yeah, um, you often see it in television shows that the, them having Christmas traditions of uh, telling stories. It was in a book I read by uh, I forget the nor. Um, who they are actually, because it was a while ago. And um, sure enough, there was, you know, you had to go in. If we go back again, prior to the 1800s and the, and the Victorians and that, um, the peoples of, uh, let's say, Romano-British time, mm. they would go dancing and, and uh, singing and uh, having quite the party and being very drunk. Um, they would go door to door. And if you didn't open that door on Chris on Christmas, you were in bad stuff. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, so I'm it um, that it, that's it, you know they would burst in sometimes, and uh, there's even older uh, things uh, about doing that, but it's we don't have as much information on the older ones, but we have for the more more modern ones we have uh and then yeah they would be all drunk yahoos and everything and they wanted to get bo more booze of course and uh you know maybe some snacks and and so um yeah that was their in their thing about christmas uh, and so yeah there's been a lot of different vectors <laughs> there's been a lot of different vectors of uh, of christmas traditions and so uh mm -hmm. it's came from uh, different places all over but it's, uh, I liked it when I heard about it. That yeah, was like, it's really interesting because I think everybody just thinks twas the night before Christmas. But when yeah. you look at 
Charles Dickens and you look at, um, oh my God, A Christmas Carol, it's Victorian yeah. times and it's creepy. That was like my, that and It's a Wonderful Life would be like my horror films during Christmas yeah. without Krampus because, of course, I wasn't introduced to that on television as a child. But um, those were like my horror films, Wizard of Oz, that kind of stuff. But yeah, like when you're little and your parents think it's okay to watch, but meanwhile you can't sleep because you just watch A Christmas Carol and you keep thinking the ghost of Christmas past is going to come and get you. Or the future <laughs> is going to bring you to see your grave. Did they tell stories like that? Is that where Dickens got that from? Um, well, Dickens was... Uh... Not as um, well known as a um, progressive uh, person trying to uh, get better wages, better living conditions and all that in England. Um, but some his later books did um, mention it as well as M.R. James did. And the, the, through the 1800s, there was this huge, not only was it a huge uh, explosion of ghosts, it, it, there was also a huge explosion of caring for people who you know, we're not as fortunate as, as they were. And yeah, so that, that weaves through and, and you actually see that in the 1951, uh, the 1951, uh, Alistair Sim one, um, where mm. he goes uh, to see. That's my favorite. Yeah. He goes to mm. see, um, you know, and, and it's, uh, Beth, uh, uh, Bell, Bell, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've watched them all. So it's not, and they change the names often, often. And so he, That's you know, then he re repents in that my personally for horror, um, you can't, it has to be uh, George C. Scott at the beginning, yes. you know, because he's got the ghostly carriage coming through that yeah. his name is ghostly <laughs> called. Um, when the, when he's walking home down that, there's that, there's a fence there and that music that he has. And I have it music, music as well. And well, he's familiar in the horror genre. I mean, with the changeling and that. So yeah, <laughs> you expect that from him. And then you get that yeah. extra creep factor when you see him. Exactly. You know, they still have Ebenezer Scrooge's um, grave in Shrewsbury in, in uh, England. For real? Wow. Yeah. For the, for the film. They, uh, there, there was a big coffin yeah. made and, um, I don't even know what film it was, but anywho, um, oh yeah, we're still on a Christmas Carol. A Christmas um, Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a back sciatica, so I took a muscle relaxant. And oh, I, so we got I have the hip sciatica. Yeah. I understand your pain. Be patient with me because I'm, okay. I'm I have no trouble myself. correcting men. <laughs> no, I'm just not myself today, but anyway. That's okay. Um, That's okay. So, glad you're um, here. <laughs> yeah. Now the second one is not the happy-go-lucky, um, you know, uh, one of of 1938 with uh, Buddy, who also played uh, uh, Watson, uh, not Watson, uh, Holmes in the 1932 mm -hmm. and 34, I think. Anyway, whoever he uh, can't remember his name for, for my life. Anyway, that's pro that was made in Hollywood, and it's pro it's seen as the most un you know un it's as it, it doesn't it's just it runs through it drops most of the uh, the main the story um, you know things main story and the and horror. So, 
Yeah. So, you know, that that yeah. one is often, but it's very cheerful. You it, know, that. Yeah. It loses one minutes. I think, you know, it, it's very cheerful and you, you're with the family. You see all the kids being all excited and everything. And that's great. And so I like that one. I like Alistair Sim, which I watch Christmas only. My favorite. Christmas Day or Christmas yeah. Eve, rather. Yeah. And uh, George C. Scott's. But we have to talk about the 2019 one. Uh, they actually referenced that in uh, in the film, uh, Christmas time and joke time. So uh, the 2009 one with uh, Buddy, what's his name? Pierce, Jim Carrey. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that one. Um, some people, a lot of people, really didn't like it because it's very dark and scary all the way it. through. Um, the the ghost of Christmas past is um, he just uh, I think he's Sean Connery's uh, son. Anyway, um, he is just evil, period. And um, but the first one, the first one can change into different, you know, a Christmas of past can change into different um, things from his past. So, of course, they brought back the old his father, which was abusive. And that brings me to why. People don't like that one so much because mm. it's a character study. The yeah. first time I watched it, I didn't like it. Second time I watched it, I realized he is mentally ill. He's got general, general, generalized anxiety disorder, mm -hmm. depressive disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, and well, whatever no disorder fun. they call for, you know, whatever they call for childhood abuse. So yeah, he's, he's that way for very, for very good reasons, actually. But you really see it when he's writing in his book, how many times the, uh, the, you know, the guy drove by the window or somebody shouted or, and he knew the times that they would come. And in the middle, the present, his sister comes, they send his sister and she, um, and they talk about that. And um, yeah, so it, it, it's, that one is very, very good. And I do, it's my second favorite, or it might be my favorite, depending on my mood, <laughs> that or George C. Scott. But I like the other ones. I like all the other ones. And I've managed to get 1931, no, 1901. I love Oliver Sims. He's my, yeah. He did play that very well. Yeah, mm -hmm. he did. He was believable. Um, it you was know, a little bit easier to swallow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's a scary character and you you really when he was on you really feel for you know like tiny tim and the family and yeah it's just it's just the crutches it's just different yep but Have you watch it in color i i've seen them both but i prefer the black and white yeah you know just yeah. like it's a wonderful life it, it, it used to freak me out as a child even though it was angels he did try to kill himself <laughs> He jumped off. Yeah. He wanted to jump off a bridge, right? You've never yeah. seen it, Michelle? Oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh no, you wouldn't surprise. So I'm like, what? No, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, and I haven't seen that in, in like probably since I was a I child. Have, and you we won't even talk me on how long ago that was. <laughs> you would have lost me on screen, and you would have heard in twenty minutes. <laughs> Let's go watch it now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, wow. No. Yeah, but yeah. think about what it did to children. He's trying to commit suicide. Yeah. That's scary for a kid to think that their father made a mistake at work and, and he feels responsible and he's going to kill himself. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. 
Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Having. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. Yeah. That's very, a strange thing to have yeah. at Christmas. In Victorian times. <laughs> oh, do you that know what was, they also That was did on, sunshine on, compared on to Christmas what they Eve? did. Which one? I'm sorry, I missed that. No, you go. Okay. Do you know what else they did on uh, on Christmas Eve or as close to Christmas as they could get? Uh, one of the traditions is sending cards to people, Christmas cards, mm -hmm. with the scariest thing on the cover. <laughs> so there might be a dead bird. Usually it's a dead wren because... Yeah. Yeah, because the the blackbirds are seen as positive uh, stuff, and the wren was seen as negative force, and mm, that could funny. be because he's around during the winter, yeah. and in the winter, you know, you can't do anything; everything goes wrong. Your you know your roof leaks, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, whatever. And, Blame um, it on the little wren. <laughs> we we yeah. changed that in the seventies, isn't that sixties and seventies when they put the red cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen all that of kind yet. of feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they, like the, they like the shock factor. I think yeah. you know, with old yeah. toads and things like that. I think they just wanted to to get the the most extreme reactions. And now we would look at yep. that and go, "So what?" <laughs> oh, I know it's <laughs> hilarious. Wait, really, though. it's a frog. <laughs> but do did I know right? A frog. Even on if it's a dead I never frog, understood that. Be, yeah. Um. Do you, were they performing seances more often during Christmas? Um, yes, uh, they were because, of course, the Fox sisters, which are Canadian, in 1848 yeah. uh, were faked uh, noises very easy by cracking their knuckles. And um, so anyway, but that started people off thinking, oh, we can talk to the dead too. Yeah. And so therefore they started with the seances. And the seances went 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 until uh, after World War One. They were very strong in World War One. Yeah, and they were very strong in the mid eighteen eighties. But then the Society for Psychical Research was founded, mm -hmm. and there it kind of died off a little bit. Not as it became more private. You know, people ought, not everybody would know who the the medium is or where they live or whatever. No, but they were more shunned after that as well, and seen. Yeah, and and, and you know had that. The first you know, it wasn't until the First World War that they were brought back. And yeah. then uh, because, you know, 10 million soldiers died. That's you, incredible. It became a hot business. Yeah. What's that? It became like have... a commodity almost. Yeah. Then, until Harry Houdini came along. So I'm going to debunk you all. Yeah. So he was one of your first real, real skeptics, right? Yep. He was. He was. There's um, the some of the ones the first guys um and their names always this isn't tonight this is their name is always uh mix i mixed the three names up uh, but there were three investigators um one was 
Prince was his last name, and uh, that will go around to uh, particularly for uh, poltergeists and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, they did attack the whole idea of spiritualism. So if it hadn't been for the First World War, it probably would have died, you know, mm. uh, by the time 1900 yeah. came around, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was because, yeah, because the skeptics were just, the demand for it wasn't as much as it was, and the skeptics were getting stronger and hard ass on them. So Yeah, you know, that's and the, that's about the same time that they would have been really hard on the Romani, which gypsy is a horrible word, but they were very... Um, intuitive and into fortune telling not all charlatans let's put that out there i mean they were quite gifted these people and they knew how to survive and move around i mean they don't get enough credit but did they have any influence on these traditions with the stories um like the romani sure. i mean i know I've they never... made it to the uk we know that because of peaky blinders yeah. thank you Killian hmm. Murphy, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't remember if I ever reading that that it affected. But I'm off. Um, but knowing human nature, mm-hmm. in some way, it did. And I'm sure a lot of seances were done on Christmas and Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because that's we love. We love stories. We love being scared and everything. And that's another reason that, um, you know, Christmas uh, tr- um, horror is their how is our Halloween. It's because that's when the the uh, the fields and grounds are covered with snow and you're forced to stay in the stay in the house most of the time. And actually, there's one of the monsters that likes that because um, then he can burst in the door and grab everybody at once. And oh, so is that uh, Mr. Krampus. Uh, he's the most well known, but he, no, this was, uh, this was another guy with an unpronounceable name. And, okay. um, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm almost certain that, uh, and somewhere I'm sure there's somewhere there's, uh, somebody has done study on that, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, it would have been done. Definitely. Especially if everybody's talking about ghost stories, what's more natural, go look for a ghost or well, bring a ghost especially here. Especially on a cold night, you know, when you're by the fireplace and, and, and yep. you're in the dark. Because back in the day, let's face it, not all places had electricity. In your cold winter nights, you had longer colder nights. And again, there's and a silence. healthy belief throughout, you know, the ancient world believed that this was the time where the spirits were more active, not so much October. You know, yep. in some parts of the world that have never even heard of Halloween. Yeah. No. Right. It's funny. It's and it's um you know it's a Western uh, invention yeah. or North American invention. And right. uh, I thought it was pagan. Well, it's yeah. Well, the thing and is, the solstices, not so much Halloween, but in our come on in Ireland yeah. they had the turnips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Because I think Jack a lot of turnips, you know. Yeah, I think the whole horror thing with winter really works is because snow muffles sound between the layers as it falls so you hear that whole sound of silence thing and that's creepy too especially at night and all you can hear is your boots crunching down as you're walking so every little thing would send shivers up your spine every little twig crackling or whatever like you know the little noises uh, i still hear if i hear footsteps through you know kind of icy snow um it has this internal uh thing that um, be programmed to be very nervous of it and and leave just because of course um way back when we were you know just jumped off the trees and that um 
we if there was somebody we didn't know we were very afraid of but um yeah, yeah. so if you in you know they, they would do the same thing if you know this this kind of thing would uh, affect them and mm -hmm. especially back then it was much much stronger now of course it's it's um various people have it but it's not you know well uh, completely around the world the halloween stuff um for some reason and i mainly think it's because of the the fact of the um victorian time and um in the 1800s and everybody loving uh ghost stories and those periodicals play uh you know um playing mm -hmm. it up and mm -hmm. you know if they just it just took over and it so you they got and see halloween that was because of the um all saints day and um mm -hmm. all souls day that came afterwards right. and so the christians wanted to um grab halloween and you know make it into something else so we got all hallows eve and they went back to the pagans and they let the some pagan stuff go come through and then other stuff that you know like um burning of uh, a person on a fire and uh, you know certain things like that well, um you know they didn't like that what's and so you know Sorry. they banned that right and uh but yeah so uh halloween is is a strange thing and when they because of the you know like i said the victorians loved ghost stories uh here was across the water uh, you know, perfect things that they could use, you know, over in Britain. And, right. you know, because there was a lot of people going back and forth and not mm -hmm. just uh, settlers and that. And so, yeah, so the, they had anybody that would come back with ghost stories. Mm -hmm. And so it all melded together, um, you know, the Christmas traditions and, you know, some of the Halloween stuff and, it's amazing. Now, this is in all of England. There's different places, and right. you're in European, Central Europe, also. Uh, also, Norway has great ones. Into you know creepy shit. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you think about Norway, you know, you had Odin and his steeds. <laughs> you know, that would just sweep across the sky, and if he saw you, he could scoop you up and take you away, and like. Yeah. It, but these are all the same thing that that got incorporated into Christmas with the reindeers and leaving food out and for the reindeers and, and things like that. So I, I love how the ancient stories got incorporated into more modern day stories. And, and I think the Victorians were instrumental in that because they kept that dark tradition alive. Yeah, they just loved and were obsessed with death um i i'm sure somebody's done the uh, i haven't had time to do the research on that um if i if i teach the history of ghosts next next month um i'm going to include that uh, that as a section and mm -hmm. uh but yeah um because of this you know obsession with death mm -hmm. um they and because of a lot of stories that were written and there were a lot of course a lot of people that were faked and uh you know you've got all you've got all kinds spring hill jack for instance and uh yes you know the, all over the place um 1795 was the uh some guy went around putting a knife into women's buttocks um uh, uh, while they were walking on the street and i can't think of his tail but oh oh i have got the book it's right over there um so anyway this guy was kind of you know, uh, yeah. he had a fish, needless to say. And so, uh, yeah, so they, I mean, 
they speak of it when I was reading that book. They they thought he was a supernatural monster. Jack mm. the Ripper instantly was supernatural because within three days, a book came out, something of Mitre Square, Curse of Mitre Square. And they took Mitre Square where Catherine Eddowes was killed. And they would uh, not only just lead uh, people around for tours, that started early, but they wrote a book. And so the Curse of Mitre Square, and it was about a monk who um, uh, met demonic forces. And that, by the way, was a very common thing in, uh, in literature, in okay. Victorian literature, that. And so anyway, he um, went with the devil. And uh, who am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Curse of Mitre Square. <laughs> it usually does not bother me. It never usually bothers me at all. But there's one time that it put me to sleep almost instantly. And then there's two other times, this one, that I can't seem to uh, can't seem to keep things together. Where's oh, the thought? muscle relaxant? They knock me out. <laughs> well, they none of them did. I've had lots of muscle relaxants and they never did. And these never did. But I'm trying I'm trying to think about, oh, yeah, it's probably dancing with the lorazepam. Because I took a lorazepam. Oh later. my gosh! <laughs> yeah, here, so, yeah. You know, so I'm you, impressed you, that you've remembered as much as you have. Yeah. To be honest, and I think tomorrow you're going to wake up and go, "Did I do a show?" <laughs> um, the the funny thing is, I I I believe with that author and writing about the square and everything, that was just a way of making money off of a tragedy in yep. his own cruel way, because. Yep. Um, <laughs> We all know Ripper was a serial killer, but yeah, um, yeah that is crazy. Mm. Yeah, and, and like I said, crazy things happen. Um, you know, Spring Hill Jack, and then there was, um, that's why, by the way, Jack was a famous name to give to people you didn't know the real name. Yeah. And people would take the name like Jack. John Joe. That's why it's Jack the, Jack the Ripper. Yeah. And, you know, so they would... Um, God, I'm having another brain fart. <laughs> oh, my dear. And it's Come an on. hour ahead for you, right? Oh, I said, with strange things in, in England, yes. So you had Spring Hill Jack, and then you had these uh, the Devon um, footprints that looked like hoof prints. So, of mm -hmm. course, they thought it was, the you know, Satan on, on, the, on the go. And then right. you had the Hammersmith ghost, the Playsto ghost, 50 Berkeley Square, which I kill to get into because it's the most evil house in the world. And um, although others on TV, of course, have tried to, uh, to say theirs is. But uh, 50 right. Berkeley Square has a very intense and scary story. And so, yeah, people couldn't stay there. Um, they were certain that there were demons there. Um, so yeah, it's it, the story, the whole story is good um, to read up on. Yeah. I keep fiddling. Yes. I keep fiddling with my Christmas um, hat because it's driving my hair crazy. <laughs> <laughs> driving the hair crazy. I like that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think the, the interest in, in death and, and paranormal and Christmas when you were kicked off for a little bit, do you know that there are all kinds of haunted stories and sightings of Santa Claus? Who's not so jovial, just saying, and we were talking about, um, 
the fact that could he be an actual like a topa? Was he a yeah. thought form that you think could have been created? Because you've got like you know millions and billions of people who believe in Santa, and then you've got this like kind of crotchety man, you know, just showing up and scaring kids, yeah, or adults. Um, the uh, tulpas I find interesting. That's yes. the Phillips experiment in Ontario, which Elliot and I are always teasing each other about. Um, I don't believe they can work because we know of them by now. There's a lot of people that are obsessed with stars or obsessed with, with um, uh, or lonely and that. And yeah. yeah. So, I mean, by uh, Timothy Chalamet and I would be dating if I could create it by my mind. <laughs> I can't. Um, and I said that Tuesday, Oh, I, that we were, they were talking about, um, we were talking about ghosts, of course, in graveyards and stuff. And I dropped oh. a couple things about this in, in uh, there and said that I was going to be doing this. And so anyway, um, damn it. And so, oh, yeah, so they were talking about ghosts and ghosts in the graveyards and that. And I said, they asked me, what's your opinion? And you should never ask me what's your opinion. Um, so I said, <laughs> I said, all they're doing is a form of masturbation. They go out. They have a great time. They have fun. It's exciting. Then they come home and absolutely nothing's been done. <laughs> it's right. not real. And absolutely nothing's been done. Right. Um, that's so what are people seeing then? What's what are that? people seeing? You know, with, with things like Slender Man and, and the Santa stories. This is a man. This, well, this, this, well this, Santa, uh, t Slender Man, we know, was you know, came out of uh, you know, a, yeah, chat um, room. one of the channels, yeah, yeah, and um, it's not real, so it goes. That's a perfect, and I, being an analyst, um, that's perfect for me because I follow how it did that. How Chupacabra, nineteen ninety five, it wasn't known anywhere except for a couple, you know places off uh, in the island puerto rico and right. then suddenly this film crew needed something exciting on because they couldn't get what they were lo looking for and so they brought you a cobra um and away we go right and um so yeah um people often will see what they want to see and, and if it's ambiguous you'll put your i have i mean it's happened to me if i'm expecting somebody somebody might come and for a split second or so I might see them as somebody else. Um, and you know, it's just the brain just not doing what it's supposed to do, or it's, it just can't uh, handle the, uh, you know, handle that. And, uh, so it, it, it takes, it doesn't know what it is. It's ambiguous. It's, it's a thought a scary form. location. Right. You know, the brain is already primed to see things. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, since we know topas are not real. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, I would have to say probably um, the, the uh, creepy Santa Clauses, which I like, by the way. Oh, yeah, I wonder why I never went. I've got old Joey fellow here, but I had a really tall made uh, from like the 1800s type of one. Mm -hmm. And it was a skinny, scary Santa. Right. Um, how did I lose that in the move? <laughs> <laughs> I would, that would have been so extremely important. I would put it in a box or something. It got put in the, I, I keep thinking it was put in the garbage bag. There's a right. few things I think went in the garbage bag because I uh -oh. had a garbage bag and a regular bag in the living room and I had stuff on the floor. I had put the stuff in the garbage bag. There was just the stuff on the floor. 
I uh, can't remember who did it, but they walked up and said, oh, uh, is this garbage too? I said, no. I said, I'm going to keep that and go. But okay. I bet you they mixed up the bags on the way to the, this apartment. So I I'm going to haunt I, them this Christmas. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's some it's good, glad, it's good glad tidings 26th. right there, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, fascinating for me when I was doing this uh, or reviewing this, actually, because, you know, like I said, I did 25 years ago. and you just don't have time to, to go deeply into it. But what I found fascinating was that January 26th, all the way to new, what we call New Year's Day, was often a pagan festival. And it had, again, to do with that. That's when they were, you know, taking the fire, ex extinguishing the fire in their place, taking the fire to probably a graveyard where they'd have talk or dance or whatever they do, and then come back, extinguish that fire come back and go into their house and relight um you know mm -hmm. their uh, their um Hurt. fireplace yeah. and that would symbolize the end of one year and the beginning of another right. and so yeah so it's it's funny how christianity just co-opted what was already there and they a lot of times most times they co-opted the dates if they could um mm -hmm. and so you know made certain saints so and so on a date that was uh might be uh important to somebody who's a uh, uh, Celtic or something like that. Right. So. Well, as I think as they took over, you know, different territories and in places, they amalgamated their traditions into their, made it their own, tweaked yep. it to fit their, their own belief system. I mean, I'm appreciative that they at least kept some of those traditions, even if they, tweaked them because we may not have i mean we may have been to a point where n nothing would have been known otherwise you know yep. because even after a while oral tradition ceases to be when the belief system is is forcefully changed and as the generations go by it's less and less and less yeah exactly so yep, exactly you know, I, it's uh, it's interesting that um, you said about ceremonies, um, and it came, one went right through my head. I said, "I'll tell her that after she stops." And of course, it's right out of my head. So, <laughs> has something back. to do with those ceremonies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just right. Anyway, but, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it had something to do with. Uh, okay, go ahead. No, I was just even going, just making reference to what you were talking about, you know, with the, with the fire yes. and the flame. And you had these dark nights and you had people would switch their shoes backwards and put their coats yep. on backwards to make it look like they were walking away from, you know, ghosts. The and ghosts, yeah. Or, or dwelling. Yeah. So like the spirits the couldn't see them. Yeah, exactly. So the extent of what they went to to try to avoid being seen on, on this night and going through, yeah. you know, like they did this into what, like, I think it was until after the Christmas, like until the 27th or something of December, like they had these, you know, three or four nights where they were very, very cautious. Boxing. Well, day. you see one of the, one of the monsters in England um, had the, had the power to raise the dead. And they, that was supposed to happen during that period, and right. so that's why the the shoes on backwards and and all the and yeah. the, the the garlic and some yeah. of the old old Slavic stuff came in mm -hmm. um, because they were they were just too afraid. I mean, in winter you're locked pretty much locked in your house, and that's good because you're kind of keeping the world out. 
but right. it's not that good if that person can sneak in right. <laughs> and you have a problem with getting out of the house. So, right. um, right. yeah. And now in Nova Scotia, stories like that or situations like that, of course, brought forerunners, especially in Cape Breton, mm -hmm. banshees or something. Um, somebody yes. would see something that would happen maybe 30 years later mm -hmm. and uh, or it happened three days later. It's uh, so. Yeah. So that was that's very related when I was hearing about them. The other thing, you know, it, uh, it reminded me so much about uh, uh I go to sleep. Um, so much about uh, forerunners. Yes, that's it. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a great job tonight, aren't I? <laughs> You're amongst friends. So, well, they, oh, you know, if you look back to some of, of, of you know, these, these monsters, so to speak, uh, some of them were, were pretty comical, but some of them, like the 13-year-old lads who were like tricksters, and oh, you know, yeah, it like cause all yeah. kind of mischief for like 12 days, <laughs> 12 to yeah. the 24th, right? One at a time. One at a time would go right. for 13 days before Christmas. Right. And they what they did, I mean, later on, they made them more merry. But originally, they were not merry. They were very cruel and punishing. If you right. did, if nothing was, uh, you know, if your kitchen wasn't totally clean, if the house wasn't, yeah. you know, uh, was in good condition, it wasn't swept um that mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah, god forbid you see dust on the you know on the mantelpiece right and so anyway they were um yeah that's what they were and right. just like sasquatch um was at one time seen as uh, as a very violent and um danger to humans now of course as a mascot and the name brand name for so many different uh you know things bowling alleys the one time in my life i i um got a stroke uh, strike rather was um, um, in uh, Memphrey Magog when I was on for a uh, lake monster tradition. Right. And so anyway, um, that's when they say, I'll grab the ball and we're going to, you know, demonstrate how everybody is. We were going around to all the places I had the name of Memphrey. And so um, I did, it was the one with the three holes. I did strike. And uh, so anyway, they said, Oh my God, do it again. I said, no, every, every sportsman should know when it's time to retire while they're on the top. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I never did throw a second one, but, um, right. yeah. So. Right. Right. <laughs> um, what's your take on, they have the guy that called the spoon lickers. They would just steal spoons to lick the food off. This is like a, an old, like, like an old, creepy tradition to scare kids or say was that too or much sausage swipers they were just still what the hell is yeah. that i know yeah, but bizarre. you know and then a christmas cat everybody loves a christmas cat what? yeah <laughs> no yeah. Heard of the christmas cat yeah he had these like razor like teeth and he would consume any child who didn't receive new clothes for christmas like it's the kids fault yeah <laughs> oh my god they're all about scaring kids so they'll go to bed on time yeah. and they'll do what their parents say right and um so yeah that's why it's uh <laughs> i that's know why it, it's utilized and and was done just because they couldn't keep their kids in line so hey if you don't this uh, supernatural monster is going to come kick their butt and yeah. uh, so anyway did very good but i mean i don't know which one 
does not scare the crap out of people. I'm trying to go over my old notes where I wrote even worse than I do today. Um, <laughs> and I have a lot of notes. Oh, I, I forgot to mention about the house with new houses where the, the staff moved around, came into a new house and all, yes. all that. Yeah. Uh, they also, because of the fact that there was, um, um, yeah, they were, because of the fact that there was often carbon monoxide in the home, people would hallucinate and see uh. what wasn't there. So that plays a part. Infrasound can play a part. So you'd have to know where the people that were outside, um, you know, where they were, if they were near water. I think meteorology plays a, a role in this kind of mm -hmm. stuff, but I, I don't mm -hmm. know. And I don't have yeah. the resource to do, do know. But uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of connections and everything. Uh, and also the, um, they banished the trolls. These are different trolls. These are Gaelic trolls in, in Ireland. They banished the trolls with a, with a uh, ceremony very much similar to the, uh, the one, uh, the, the hallow mess. Yeah, I'll call it hallow mess. Uh, <laughs> the amalgamate um, of those two. But the cat, I had notes because I remember I love cats and I had notes about her somewhere. But right. uh, well, no, don't have it. Nope. Oh, well. But anyway, yes, the cat. I, I, I like the idea of the cat. Yes. But, well, I'm, I mean, you know, if the parents didn't buy clothes for the kids, they would just look at as loafers. You didn't work. You didn't, you know. And the cat apparently frowned upon this and would eat the children. So the tale goes. <laughs> yeah. Know, right? Like, like, that's pretty grim and dire, honestly. It's just, uh, And child know. services was born. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> wow. But, but I, I love the whole, um, I love the whole burning away of the gear, you know, because yeah. it was a cleansing of evil spirits and, um, but you had to dust your whole place, like get rid of all the bad omens, everything, all the dust from your house had to go in the fire and burn. Yep. I mean, it, if you think yeah, about it, it, it's like saging. Yeah. <laughs> right it's, it's kind of like staging just burning the incense you're just burning away all that dust it comes back to fire and and cleansing so it's sort and of maybe fire creation remains too. um yeah okay or that yeah. <laughs> so we can go with that sure you know <laughs> just throw like uncle bob in the fire by accident yeah. I, you know, ashes. He sorry, didn't give you enough for Christmas. But yeah, <laughs> right. You'd have to be pretty careful. But again, they're just like all of these traditions going back from pre-Middle Ages. I think they started really keeping track of them. And you know, yes. the the indigenous people were the ones with their oral history, and and ancient yep. people with their oral history. And now, I mean, we have the Victorians, and and that comes to a stop. So what do we have now? Like what? What's reality happening? TV? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, you where? Know, how yeah. far has that come? Creepy nights around a fire, cleansing and and out with the old, in with the new. Which week? I guess we do it New Year's now. Not so much yeah. at solstice anymore. Yeah, there are echoes of these traditions that you know existed for hundreds of years, if not a thousand or so years. Mm -hmm. um, you know. Yeah, so they're 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 there. Um, all the the echo or the original spirit of it is still there. Mm -hmm. It's just um, I want to say I don't want to. It's been modified though to 
to be more accessible, less dangerous. Um, and Krampus, when they have the Krampus um, um, ceremonies in Austria and Hungary mm -hmm. um, and Czechoslovakia, they are Czech, excuse me, the Czech um, Federation or whatever Federation. it is. Czech Republic. And, um, yeah. So anyway, the, uh, yeah. they have uh, Krampus, of course. And he yes. comes up and he goes to kids and he steals their hats. I don't know if they ever get their hats back. And, you know, he slaps them and all this stuff. It's not very, not, he's not very nice. And then following him, of course, is whichever um, uh, evil person, you know, of that year, particular year is. Right. And so they'd be following and they would be, na you know, nasty. Um, so yeah, I was very surprised at how Santa always had an evil doer which with was him. Krampus, right? Yeah, which was Krampus, right. but there were other ones as well. There was a second one that showed up every now and then, and uh, but mostly it was Krampus. And at night, uh, after all this is done, they have a run. Everybody dressed up as as Krampus, and then you have to run, do a uh, you know marathon thing, and uh, it's fun to see. And uh, there's um, I had to review uh, a lot of videos, you know, from YouTube on this subject because of the fact that um, I've seen them for years, and I said I um, I want to do I want to see what's in there and compare to what's on uh, Wikipedia. And right. see if it, you know, how, what, if it's true, try to get a second, because I wouldn't want to come online here and say, um, you know, something right. uh, crazy. And, I'm just saying my cross-reference stuff to death. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the old thing, check, check again and check harder. That's yeah. right. Multiple times. Now, it's, fine, it's fine for us to do, to make mistakes in folklore and, and, and the paranormal when we're telling stories about it. Um, mm -hmm. It's fine for us to make a mistake. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, but it's, um, God, what is wrong with me today? <laughs> I'd say you're free you know flying. What? Nobody, <laughs> nobody's ever going to ask me again to go on radio. No, we're just going to ask you if you took anything before you come on. I had to take the muscle relaxant and lay down for an hour. Oh, I understand yeah. that. I have sciatica. I, I, I get that too. pain. And yeah. yes, and this chair here, that's a wooden chair, right. and it is the most uncomfortable chair they ever made in the world. Yeah. Even with two thick pillows under, you know, under it. Sciatica is and nasty. I got it's rid of mine with chair. one session of laser treatment. Bam. Yeah, lucky. After a year, that laser just settled that nerve down, never had a problem again, and it's been at least 20 years, so... It, yeah, the um, they're uh, deciding what to do with it for um, for my sciatica because the uh, there's been dege dege degeneration in the um, in the anyway it's it's pushing on the it's pushing on the uh, the nerve more and they might want to do a uh, an operation and I'm not uh, too keen about that. No. Um, now what you just said sounds okay, and of course they can also uh, stick you with steroids as well. And right. uh, so, yeah, I go through every other thing before I go through, uh, uh, right. although there would always be the possibility of having a near-death experience. So, you know. Well, that could that could be interesting. Dolly is a nurse. You, yeah, but you can't say oh, that. Oh, it's true. We can't. No. We have to watch. We can't give medical advice. No. So I'm just not going to say it. Sorry, Dolly, but that? he can read no, it, I hope. He can read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. YouTube won't like that. So we'll behave. No. There we go. Well, everybody's show will be gone. 
So do you know what the oldest surviving ghost story of ancient lore is? The P researchers will say it's, um, Obviously, really there were old, two times. Yeah. It's way back. Yeah, it's in it's in the Bible, and it's about six thousand years from here, and um, that's the fast. Then they found out that the Sumerians were have been around uh, twelve to twenty thousand years, mm -hmm. and so when they used hieroglyphics on the wall, so they have seen uh, images that seem to be constructed in a way to inform people, maybe warn people that you should be, you know, be, be careful when you're here because of the fact of, you know, this guy. <laughs> so yeah, it's fascinating. It's absolutely, you know, the how, how long, you know, ghost stories have been around. And I'll bet ghost stories go well, well, well back after we began to have language, uh, but, if the Neanderthals had some form of primitive language, uh, maybe they could talk over, you know, um, what's going on. And mm -hmm. uh, maybe they even, since death was so spiritual to them, they uh, may have done what humans usually do, you know, make up a nice story. And right. um, so, you never know. Unless they find, you know, hieroglyphics, it's just right. not going to. You know, maybe they started ghost stories because they actually saw them. And that's a good possibility. <laughs> really I like answer. that theory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's but a really simple answer. They... So we yeah. have to take a station sponsor ID because we're a few sure. minutes over. Yeah. You are listening like, to the. <laughs> no, no, I was waiting. Why are you laid back now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should good. open up the wine. <laughs> really, really. Give me that. No, <laughs> you're good. Really go crazy. <laughs> We're good. Uh, you go are listening to The Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoshi and Amelia Pisano coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans on 105.3 and 107.7 FM radio, as well as the Roku channel live and archived. Our special guest tonight is Dr. Daryl Walsh, and we are talking about everything you think Victorian, but it goes even further back than that with the Christmas horror stories, traditions, and all of those monsters from the different cultures. Yep, you heard me. Monsters are Christmas. Krampus, one of them. If you're just tuning in, no worries. You can stream our archives on any platform you normally use. Just remember to click like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Search United Public Radio and then The Outer Realm. Don't forget to share us with your friends and family. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Folgers Coffee, for your continued support in sponsoring our show from day one. We are hitting 400 episodes Wednesday. You got that. Went 400. Michelle's done. 400. <laughs> thank you for so much for your support <laughs> our fabulous banner and promo media thank you steve mcginnis horror illustrator amazing artist he also creates commission pieces um michelle did you say pets as well pets as well yeah wow i like that and you can find him on Facebook and Instagram and Google search him as well. And you'll be able to see a lot of his pieces. He is an incredible artist, as you can see from all of our prom promo media. 
uh, loving our intro and outro. That is a big thank you to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon. Justin Snicker is an award-winning composer, vocalist, and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp. Stream on any platform. Again, you can find him anywhere. And as I've been seeing the last few weeks, use his little clips in your stories and uh, add a nice touch to what you're putting out there on your own social media. You can find Dr. Snick again on Facebook and Instagram. He's posting his little, his creepy, I, they're little because you're time restrained, but they're not little, they're epic um, <laughs> clips that match his composed amazing music and it's they're fabulous. Creepy. They're really creepy. Halloween sort of Christmas music as well. Yes. There he does. Go. Hello Christmas. Yep. Yeah, he does. He does. He does right now. And now <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube right now, please, right now, because you're going to forget. And I know it. We love you. We need your support. We know you're out there. We see our stats, but we need that showing please for us make sure to give us a like hit that subscribe button hit the notification so you don't miss anything and don't forget to share with your friends and family and be kind <laughs> be kind girl be kind <laughs> and we're back yes. oh my I gosh you look very uh laid back tonight Huh. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not the only one with a muscle relaxant. Uh, Me? <laughs> no, not to uh, Michelle. I was gonna say I'm, I'm always like this. I'm always like. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just like absorbing some of your relaxed energy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's the, also the last show. <laughs> one of the, I'm um, what is stated. One of the for sure researched oldest ghost stories is the lore of Beowulf, which was believed to have been written around the 6th century, considered to be a pagan tale written down by Christian monks, and the author was an anonymous Anglo-Saxon poet. It's a story of a Scandinavian prince who fights the monster Grendel, and that yeah. would be considered an actual ghost story, which is a little bit unusual to me. Beowulf? Um, with Angelina I, Jolie. I would never have thought that. Yeah, Grendel <laughs> no. was a ghost. Yeah. So Yeah, it's um it's always mentioned, uh, that one. Um yeah. you know, and it I don't, you know, I don't know what, what started it. Uh, you know, maybe they were having Christmas and decided to make up a story. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I know, I don't you know. know. Like, people, like people do this at uh, campfires and Halloween. You know, they sit around and, and create stories. So yeah. if you bring most of Halloween with you into Christmas, that's sitting around the hearth in the house mm -hmm. and you make up stories. Right. So and, of, yeah, so instead of they never it on their own, it was Halloween that primed them to do it. I'm sorry, Amelia. I cut no, you. no, don't don't apologize. I'm sorry I cut in. Um, I'm just saying so instead of instead of you know, like Freddy Krueger, we've got Santa. <laughs> <laughs> well, Santa can be pretty badass. I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's. Let me just. Well, Saint Nicholas was evil too. I mean, was some it? of the things he did. Yeah, I mean, he was evil. They didn't really like kids unless they were fried. No, unless they were. <laughs> 
If um, I ate his, I ate his, uh, I ate his liver and fava beans. How did that go with the, um, uh, you know, that's. I don't know, but you I can't had hanging now. The fava bean kind of with a... his liver. And uh, I was <laughs> in a liquor store once and, and said what he said. Um, I ate his liver. And something, something in a nice um, Chianti. Chianti. Yeah. Okay. And so anyway, I said that. <laughs> I said that to the woman who cause, uh, knew me. And, she didn't uh, come back. <laughs> yeah, she was just laughing. It was, you know, yeah. Okay. Oh, Daryl. Are you in Muscle Relaxers That's again? the silence of the limbs. <laughs> yeah. That's not Santa. <laughs> Although I think Anthony Hopkins would make a fabulous Bubble Natale, just saying. Yeah. But yeah, he, he'd make a great um, Santa Claus of the older tradition. Um, you know, not the uh, Coca Cola, the, you know, tradition. Yeah. Um, you know, he, if he was more of a, uh, yeah, more of an evil, punishing kind of Santa, then yeah. I think that would be, he could pull that off easy. Um, I don't think he could pull off comedy. <laughs> But uh, he's done Probably very well. Yeah, those are also the days that they actually had cocaine in Coke. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I let's agree. just put that out there as Victorian to why, you know, they Santa. Had, Santa looked so kind of weird. They're very colorful, if you notice, for the time, yeah. because there are very few dyes that you could use. And that's why in uh, uh, Patrick Stewart's A Christmas Carol, um, his when he's young, his girlfriend comes in and she's in this buttercup yellow, yeah, and it's, like it's, you know, and it's bright uh, and it's meant to be that so everybody will look at her. Um, so but the thing is, that color didn't exist. <laughs> I didn't so, like that one, yeah. Fact one just didn't exist. They're dull, yeah. they're um, real ones are very dull, but uh, yeah, there's probably a few, you know, a few pictures in there that have uh, you know, less um. Uh, you know, I think one of the scariest yeah, things in Victorian Christmas was lighting candles on a flipping real tree. I thought ah. it was kind of crazy. Talk about a horror. What when were I, they I thinking? I remember being a kid and mom and dad did that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I am that serious. A, you're not even. Oh, wow. That's like the art of living dangerously. I think Ooh. it's beautiful, personally. No. But, oh, my goodness. Me. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, there weren't a, a lot of them. I got way too much product in my hair. Tree wet. Um, you know, you had to make sure the tree always had lots of uh, water because yes. you certainly didn't want to have um problem. That's true. <laughs> no, it, it Don't let it, the tree dry out. No, that, that's actually no, but a good it's point. It's a candle falling for me. It's not even the tree yeah. being lit. There's so many of them, and they're in, they're not stable. You're not even supposed to leave a candle in a room and walk out. The biggest yeah. contributor to house fires is candles. Ask any yeah. firefighter. Now think about that tree. Yes, <laughs> Something exactly. catches on a drape. It's always yeah. by a curtain. It's always by a window. Yeah, of course. In the damn it would Christmas take out cards. The whole dwelling. Yeah, it's you just know, scary. Especially was, um, yeah, especially if it was... Uh, before houses got to be, you know, um, stronger and, and thicker and well-built, their right. houses sometimes were just a little more than, you know, shed, a larger, you know, um, shed or something burn. Right. And um, if that caught fire, the tree caught fire, well, that's it but for the, the dwelling. You the know? Victorian and, homes always had those big velvet drapes and they would put these trees in the window and it just went 
know, like, and the chemicals they used back then too. This is a lot of, they went through a it's lot of sacrifices. Like the lead in the paint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're yeah. the ones that put yeah. the lead in the paint. Yeah. Well, that's why paint lasted so long, right? <laughs> and children chewed on it on their cribs. Know, all I know is the things that they did back then, it's, it's like they went from these amazing traditions, you know, and, and like you say, after World War One, everything seemed to die down. And then it's just like everything seemed to die down when it came to, and I mean, get, I get it, war times, of course, you know. But I, it's like, why, why do you think there was never any kind of, well, I mean, the resurgence came around the Ghostbuster era, yeah. <laughs> in the 80s right yeah. then, no, then people I became interested why. again but other parts of the world they were always interested yeah yes it was weird over here um and hollywood played a part i think hollywood um although they had monsters um uh and sci-fi you know particular yeah, something like that and uh but actual ghost stories um there's the usual one where there's a young bride of a slightly older or older man, and she thinks he's going to kill her in this house. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of that that's told. Oh, and Dorian Gray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people don't realize that it's called socialization, and that's what we do when we're young. That's what parents are supposed to do, tell us how to be don't uh do bad things you know and all what you when you should do good things and blah 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 blah. and mm -hmm. yeah so but the thing is mod that doesn't really stop and we right. model psychology we know people will model other behaviors mm -hmm. and as reality tv has pointed out there you know very very extensively oh, uh, really bad tv shows yeah. with crappy science it's not even science not even remote mm. science it's technological but it's certainly not science mm. um so yeah you get that it, you know so uh people go with whatever's you know whatever's the, the hot thing that's when they'll go mm. i i feel like the magic of christmas and the commercialization came in absolutely with technology but also after the Holocaust, I mean, there was a world division amongst people and some people stopped practicing because they were afraid to show religion or, you know, because Christmas was seen as Christian. So they had some fear. I think a lot of that weighed on the way things changed. Yeah. And then into the 50s, when we started having nicer cars rather than the 19, mind you, I think the 1940s, the cars were fab, but you know, yeah. I think to the technology, the refrigerator, all that stuff, it started to become commercial as mm. to what do we buy mom for Christmas? They always would, yeah. you know, point to the, uh, what's it called? Like the appliances. It became that kind of thing. It became a about gifts rather than mm -hmm. connection. You want me to read this? I know what this means, but yeah. I will yeah. read it. He's, he's completely right. Yeah. Yes. The term gaslighting actually came out of when homes were being lit with large gaslights throughout the house, the fumes would often cause people in the home to see and hear things that weren't true. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's like EMF today. Yeah. Oh. Um, I was just trying to find <laughs> some old notes that I had and. <laughs> 
Windows decided to do an update. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've got there. to love that. <laughs> We've been there. We've been there. We've had updates. Yeah, what happens the the show. all the time. The last two weeks have been nothing but pushing a, a huge rock up a hill. Right. And, it's just retrograde, um, Daryl. Yeah, and you know it keeps. I put it up on top, and but next day it's back down. Mm. So that's the kind of two weeks I've had, and. Right. Um, yeah, it's. I hope and it gets it's, better for you. But oh well, I should. I hope so. Uh, I hope. I uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I get two Christmas dinners on. Right. I get two Christmas dinners on on Christmas Day. Oh, so that's Good a bonus, right there. That's a bonus. and you'll be able yep. to sleep without the muscle relaxants after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Turkey. Coma. I think you need a good a good night's rest. Oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. I, but the thing is, um, I usually do get a very good night's as long as it's not warm. Um, yeah. Do you want me to tell you about the the ghosts that are in my house or my apartment? Let's yeah. let's do that. We have a few minutes. Okay. All right. How's well, your Christmas you. tale? Uh, back in the day, uh, one of my cousins uh, used to use uh, my grandmother's rocking chair. He went off to war. And uh, nobody really used the chair very much, but one day it started to rock by itself and it did it for four days. And in four days, the notification came to, you know, my grandmother saying, I'm sorry, you know, Augustine died. And, uh, the, and then, yeah, the thing stopped. So when Uncle Aloysius, who was the last person to own that house, I said to mom, I get the rocking chair. Uh -oh. <laughs> and it's right over there. I wish I could show you. Um, you know, I got clothes thrown on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, and people have asked me if it's, you know, if it has uh, ever rocked on its own. And uh, no, it hasn't. I mean, I can't even get the living in my bedroom, let alone the dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah. And so, okay. So, have, so the, other, ever... the other two came together. The other two came together. One was a monk dressed in black. And he reminded me very much of when I was a kid. And this black figure would be following me down the, the Bedford Highway. It would start at home. And yes, yeah, so it would always be a, a figure following me behind me. So he came back and stood. There's a slight, tiny little hall before the, the bedroom opens up. He was standing at that threshold. And then my most favorite thing in the world, my most chilling hallucination happened. A big black dog with glowing red eyes ran across my bedroom. Like one-headed? No. no one, yeah, one-headed, yeah. Yeah, okay. And of course, but. You know, then I saw another ghost at the Weston uh, Hotel in Nova Scotia um, in um, downtown Halifax. And the funny thing is, I walked into the room and the, it was terrible. It was I had I had to get out of that room. I couldn't stay very long because mm. of just the feeling. And, and I'm not the only one. We put other people through the room, too. And mm. even Elliot uh, took like three steps and then he felt like he was being pushed back. So I, when I turned to get out of the room, um, I see a little boy, about five years old, white shirt, khaki um, shorts. Um, can't tell you what the uh, blonde, can't tell you what the, the sneakers were. Anyway, he was lifting up 
the, uh, you know, the covering of the table and going under. And I could see the covering of the table at the same time as I saw him pick it up Hmm. and go under the table. And so it took me a few minutes to get the idea. Why don't you go look under the table? (laughs) But, you know, it was my first time. Um, I think it was probably... Uh, one of the things about infrasound or electromagnetic or something that mm. uh, triggered the feelings. Right. The ghost might or might not be connected to the feelings. But as a parapsychologist, I failed miserably. I did not go get, because at that time there might've been, if we go into their life and they come into our life, there has to be an exchange of um, atmospheres and various things, because it, it's impossible to to jump to jump to another mm. you know dimension or whatever. So mm. there would be, even though he, the, the you know the little boy's gone, there would still be traces if something like that happened. Like an and I should have picked up the uh, equipment, went mm. back at that um, table, dining mm. table, and mm. saw if, if anything was around. But um, no, I um, I screwed up. That's yep. First time, and yeah, just failed. I know. <laughs> people, people in England, you know, really good ghost hunters, original ghost hunters like Peter Underhill and that. Um, mm. He was forty-five in doing it for forty-five years at the time that he gave this uh, speech, and he had not seen a single ghost in the forty-five years mm. in the most haunted um, country in the world. So it's not obviously a common thing, right. but um, unless you see it with your eyes, that's why right. I say the equipment won't, won't the, the equipment can only tell you what the atmosphere is like. Right. And you hope that you get something. You're not getting that's the right. ghost. You're mm-hmm. trying to get the effect of the portal. Let's call it a portal. Right. Um, that's what you're trying to get. And um but yeah, you're not, you forget the ghost. You either see him or you don't. And if you don't see him, it's not a ghost. Right. Um, and, you know, but uh, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, but it's fascinating. And, and the whole thing about uh, when I found out about Christmas traditions of, of this kind and, and the different creatures that they have, Krampus, you know, and all the different ones, the Slavics, I can't pronounce the words, um, but they have, they're the ones that started with the raising of the dead vampires right. zombies it all came from central and eastern europe in the balkans mm-hmm. in particular and right. it made its way over here and right. so we've well, i think as, as people migrated here they brought those traditions yep. with them right well yeah same with the ukrainians um yeah. and also with the um oh is it the icelanders that came in and yeah in winnipeg yes and they have some really cool um stories as well good ones i know i wish we had more time because yeah i'm just getting i'm just getting going now yeah unfortunately (laughs) our time's gonna shut us all up i know they're gonna pop us off (laughs) here i am actually talking intelligently for five minutes and now it's gonna be that's that's all worn off and you're ready to go (laughs) <laughs> it's like when I was doing uh, repeating an action, so the f- photographer, uh, cinematographer, could take a picture and put a voice over this particular. Right. I had to walk up three stairs and go to a table, and right. I had and say something. So right. I did it six times. The sixth time was perfect and on best ever I did of acting. And I walked down and I asked him. I said, "How is it?" He said, "Oh, uh, he said that's not the. I just needed the audio, you know." And he cut me off 
when I, I was on my role because going on the Captain Morgan stance, the whole nine yards, and they just wanted your audio. (laughs) Yeah, don't drive me crazy, but uh, yeah, that was my most uh, fun time actually at that haunted museum in uh, um, Wolfham. Um, and I like to get, I'd like to go back, and I, I want to go back. Just our old cases from the late '90s and early 2000s, and contact people and see, you know, see if I can track them down, see what's what's going on. So, it can right. be useful for Ghost Project Canada too. So that would be interesting. Yeah, I think to go great. back. I think that's the best thing when they go back. You rarely yeah, see that anymore. Yeah, do a follow yeah. up. And uh, years later, and just see it. Yeah, it would be it'd be fascinating to actually see their their response if they do respond. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. is the house still bothering them? Are they still living in the house? You know, or did it drive them out? Um, it wasn't a dangerous one, spirit, but it was an annoying one. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, people didn't like. Annoying it can much. be just as annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's just bad. laughs> so yeah. tell everybody what, um, what do you have coming up and, and promote yourself and before we have to, we're coming up to the top of the hour. So where can people find you and what do you have coming up that they can partake in or catch you in? Well, I'm not sure what's coming up. Um, nice. but I am doing, I am doing things to raise my profile again, because right. once I was called Canada's Ghostbuster right. and, uh, by the Ottawa citizen. And so there was a time when I, how to put this, I was kind of like a hot, whatever. A hot tamale. And, <laughs> and I, I was able to, you know, I was able to think up a thing. Uh, up um, documentaries and all that. So mm-hmm. the pandemic, anyway, 10 years of uh, mom getting sick and dying and 10, and then um, uh, the pandemic kind of ruined what I was going to do. I was going to go to Loch Ness. Then I was going to Iceland because of all the museums and Lake right. Monster they have yeah, there. Yeah. Right. Then come back here to Lake Ainsley and Lake Utopia in New Brunswick. And mm-hmm. or and then there was an American trip I was going to make. And I was going to stream part of it and all this thing and get into social media in a big way. I, I had, but not as big because I just don't remember. <laughs> I've got so many things to put up uh, on my WordPress, uh, the various ones. But right now I'm more concerned about uh, Ghost Project Canada. And okay. that's where we gather all the um, stories that we can. Any event that's supernatural, paranormal, strange, doesn't matter what it is, you can send it into ghostprojectcanada.com or, or that's where the, that's our thing, or ghostprojectcanada at gmail.com. And you can send us, and also to any of the um, people, ghost hunters out there, um, if you have interesting things, I'd like to have your cases as well, but not for publication. It'll be held strictly confidential, confidential, and you can, should take out any elements that might say it was a particular family or whatever. So, if Privacy there's a, issues, yeah, if there's a haunted house, you can say it's in Westmount, but you can't say it's on Fifty One Convoy Street or something. So. Right. Please right. send in your stories in that. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's we're, we're going to take that, analyze that, send it up to all uh, federal archives and all the provincial archives. And, uh, and then we're doing the states. We're already actually dipping our toe in the states and then UK. And I'm not sure which one's going to drive me crazy. So <laughs> that's Very just nice. so many. 
Yeah, that's exciting. I'm sure you get a lot of uh, submissions. Oh, and oh, and my, oh, God, if I don't, um, I'm Warhoji. I don't remember. I'm working with a travel agency to do tours of haunted castles in Ireland first and then in Scotland. Very nice. And uh, oh, is there any way that you can put the name up after um, the show? Why don't you send it to me and I will put it in, in the show description. Yeah. Okay. I can do and, that. Because uh, yeah, it's really fun, funny. In fact, uh, at the Paranormal Symposium, um, Kathy sold the ticket downstairs. When she walked into the hotel and already sold the ticket um, to go next spring. And that's going to be really good. It's going to be good to get back into it, into the thing. I'm doing things like this, um, which I love to do. And we love to be like on the other side as well. Right. And um, yeah. And on TV as well. Uh, yeah. So I'm easy with everything. And I, I, I want so to 2024 I, is you're going to be your year. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. It sounds like you're going to be off to a great start and you have a really great project well, yeah, coming along. And, around, so. and of course you're going to stay in touch with us. So we of see course. what you have coming up. Right. Yes, I certainly will. I just haven't planned. I've been, like I said, this month has been so bad with, with frustrations. I mean, things breaking, things not being where they're supposed to be those five minute jobs that you end up spending two hours doing, you know, all of that stuff going through the last two weeks that I haven't even thought about other than I'm going to do a, a write a ghost story book and I have to update my near death experiences book. Um, other than that, you know, I haven't thought forward and I have to look and see what's going on um, in the, you know, ne next year and see if right. uh, what's uh, what we could well, do with this. So I hope you will stay in touch and I hope you will keep us updated with some of the things you have coming up and, and join us again. And oh God, yes, anytime. <laughs> you can call you can call me. Yeah, as long as you give me an hour's notice to do the lighting, which you can tell is not very good. Um, <laughs> that works. Okay, mine died while we're on. <laughs> My professional lighting is down is in storage three floors down. Right. And I didn't want to bring them up and then set up the whole thing. And yeah, it, I said I can try to do this with the uh, the the ambient lighting. So I kind of went with an, with the um the the golden um it's actually if I turn it on, it'll look red, but the gold and white and right. then of course the two Beautiful. strings. Are, it looks festive and it, that's that's perfect. what we need. Look there. At that. Wow. wow! Fantastic! Yep. Fantastic. No monsters there. <laughs> there we go. Uh oh, plugging it in. Oh! Oh wow! Very nice. Yeah, the camera Beautiful. doesn't take it very well, but uh, 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 you know, but it's there, so it it no, looks very, very beautiful. nice. <laughs> yeah. We've got it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. People are chiming off. Yeah. Well, and I want to thank them too. I want to thank for everybody for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, you know, as much as I did. You know, mm -hmm. once my brain connect got connected, uh, <laughs> once I figured out what was going on, <laughs> it, was, it was great, right? I know <laughs> you'll be okay, and we'll do it again. And I hope you have a really terrific Christmas. And of course, you know, I'll I'll be in touch, and you be in touch well, too. Studying this, Michelle, put me in the Christmas spirit. By studying it, looking over my old notes and trying the more recent uh, things, because I love comparisons, nice. um, 
I'm an analyst after all. And uh, yeah, doing this put me in the Christmas spirit. Uh, it's my night, favorite time of year. I love yeah, it. Last night, it was as if I it was back 1980 and I, you know, and because um, I can remember Christmas from the 80s very well. Mm-hmm. And right. it, it was just the room was still the room, but my mind kind of overlaid it with related relation to the the bedroom other uh, bedroom and it just it was wonderful and i was in such a calm relaxed happy mood right and i don't remember the last time that ever happened to me it was, <laughs> before, 2000. Focus on it was Christmas. before 2008 when dad yeah. died it's well, a it's a it's a season, and the yeah. best way to honor them is to celebrate them and keep them in the holidays with us. Yeah. I've lost both my parents, so I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird because I lost my last I lost mom when I was fifty five, and she uh, and I, I am writing a book called Fifty Five is is too old to lose your parents um, because you've had them too long they've been in your life directly in your life you know mm-hmm. for way too long so oh no 55 is too young to be an orphan nah. that's what it was yeah right right, right. <laughs> I but anyway, I, I, I throw okay. things when i think of them i throw things on the you know on the thing mostly about how i've made the transition and failed so far until recently um <laughs> i'm much better than i was but it uh yeah so anyway We'll see you later. Have, Have a, a good Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, we'll Merry Christmas. All right, darling. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night, sweetie. Well, that was a super interesting evening, to say the least. He's he's always a hoot, though, and just just so charming. I I love him. But big thank you to Dr. Daryl Walsh. Big thank you to Folgers Coffee. Big thank you to Dr. Snick and Steve McGinnis. Guys, thank you guys, because again, you make it that much more interesting. We really appreciate your support. And next week, before we chime off before next week's in the holidays, um, tune in again on Wednesday, because we welcome for the very first time Chris Jordan, who's going to be discussing the benefits of using frequencies for meditation, kind of like brainwave entrainment and consciousness expansion. So we're going to be nice and lighthearted next week. And then Thursday is going to bring the very last open mic night of 2023 in celebration of of our 400th episode, which will be the night before, (laughs) technically. Uh, But we're going to do some recapping. We're going to be talking about what's coming up. We're going to be just, you know, jamming with you guys and hanging out because that's one of our most favorite shows to do is to just be laid back and hang with you guys. So have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you're celebrating, do it safely and come back to us next week. So good night, guys.